Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I don't get that. Get what? That texting shit. And what's wrong with texting? You mean aside from the fact that it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world? I mean, why would anyone in their right mind spend 15 minutes trying to type some shit they could have called and said in five seconds? Plus, it involves typing with your thumbs, which I just don't approve of. Shit. I don't know about you, but I don't have time to read nothing that a motherfucker type with his thumbs. Fun fact. Nothing typed by someone's thumbs has ever been important. It's all just nigger technology anyway. What you call it? Nigger technology. Technology for nigger. When you don't start tripping and shit, call me a racist, because I don't mean nigger in a disrespectful way. I, I mean it as a general term for ignorant motherfucker. Anybody of any race can be an ignorant motherfucker. Shit, I be texting my ass off. Shit, bitches like texting. I be texting them all the time. Matter of fact, I also be texting my weed man, too, because, you know, he don't like to be on the phone, so I text Case in point. What's up, everybody? Welcome to... The Ladies Podcast. This is podcast number 74 for all of you keeping score. Uh, and we do it mostly because it makes us feel better. Like, Damn, we've been doing this for like 74 times. Well, it's easier to find the show notes, too. Yeah, when you have them in numerical order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just logical, really. <laughs> There's really no joke here. It's just, you know... <laughs> Makes sense. It does. I mean, because yeah. like originally I thought, hmm, what if we used Latin for the show notes? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit confuses me after ten. I'm like, what? Oh man. Look, it's hard enough to read English. <laughs> we fucking around some Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god. Well, like I well like well I I went on an interview this weekend this week for. Uh, for a gig and uh like i was telling the guy that yeah you know because he was asking you know what have you been doing and i was like well you know i've been you know maintaining a website that a friend and i uh started and you know tried to try to stay clear of a lot of the details and uh i was like going you know i'm trying to learn you know because i'm trying to learn like a self-teaching like html and all that shit and uh and the guy's like oh he goes it's always fun learning a new language isn't it <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like i was like straight up man uh 
HTML is not even a programming language. It's a markup language, yeah. and it's still difficult <laughs> yeah. unless you like really dedicate some time to it. And I don't have the fucking time to dedicate to it. <laughs> I keep trying to sit down and learn it, and then I eventually go, fuck it, and I go take a nap. <laughs> you know? My brain hurts. <laughs> I'm too stupid for this shit. <laughs> That's straight up what it is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know there's some point where even the smartest person has to go, I'm too stupid for this. <laughs> my 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 wife is um this is the first time I've I've recorded where someone isn't I'm not alone. Oh. My wife is over there watching TV. And the sad thing is after what podcast are we on? Seventy four or something? Yeah. It's probably the first one she's ever heard. <laughs> one sided. <laughs> yeah. Well the best side. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> She's probably already asleep. Yeah. In the middle. Adam's talking. (laughs) In the middle of the pie is here. (laughs) That's nasty. (laughs) But it's true. That is. It's disgusting. Oh, man. So uh, Adam did something very, very profound, almost life altering. Yeah, I deleted, deleted my first Gmail account. I opened that account when like it was back in beta, <laughs> when people were still fighting for invites. <laughs> you sitting there begging like like you, like you begging for a loaf of bread. Can I get a Gmail invite? <laughs> and back then I had a a Yahoo account, and I was I just I didn't want it anymore. I was like, please, I've seen the light. <laughs> oh my god, God! You remember you remember that those old emails, dude? Like CompuServe.net. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I had that AOL, dude. Yeah, I had AOL. I had um, I had Hotmail for a short time. AT and T. Oh shit! You had that for a bit, or the cable companies used to give them out. Yeah, and then I ended up with Yahoo because for me, it was, at the time, it was less frustrating than MSN, which says a lot right there. Yeah, um, it's the opposite now. Yeah, and then uh, and I still have that just for spam, but then yeah, I got Gmail. It's just so much easier. Although the yeah, although yeah, Hotmail or well, Live, like we have we have live accounts for the Lazy Geeks, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's so they so streamlined it. Like it's look, it's cool now. I don't like the front page. Well, I I just go I just Google like Hotmail, so I skip that whole their whole front page. No, 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 I mean I mean their their front page for the mail itself. Oh, right. I don't like I don't like it. I, don't, I just think it looks. Stupid. You're just used to the Gmail. I think that's what simplicity. It is. Yeah, I'm used to. I'm. I, I like things to be very Spartan. Yeah. Like how they look. This it's like is Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> Gmail kicking Hotmail into a fucking ditch, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh my god. Uh. So. So yeah, I deleted the account. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been a traumatic. That, well, we were. Te- well, what were we texting or were we on Facebook when you were telling me about that? Because. I don't know. It, it took a little time before he said, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden that he did it. <laughs> it was like I could just see you like hovering over the cancel. I did it. I did it. I clicked cancel. And then I just – I didn't move <laughs> for like six seconds. And it's where your brain rapidly tries to go, did I just fuck something up? <laughs> like is someone not going to be able to get a hold of me? Or And so the good thing is with 
Facebook and stuff like that now, your email isn't really all that important. Yeah. You know, like it's important if you're linking it to things, but nobody links their personal life to their email anymore. Yeah. You know, so I just like I had to I deleted the account and I had to change like some websites and I had to change my wow account. You got to update that shit. Yeah. You know, but other than that, it was a uh, big pimping. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh man, so so you know, well, uh, we were actually talking about this before the podcast. So people seem to be surprised that Black Ops Two is the game that is going to be the new COD game. Yeah, people seem to be fucking stupid. Is what it is. If you would have read my two articles on thelazygeeks.com, you would have already known that Black Ops Two was coming because it was there was so many clues. It was just it's like. And I even said in the article, I said, if Black Ops 2 ends up being the the announcement, which it will be, this is the worst kept secret in video gaming history. Because <laughs> everybody knows about it already. Yeah, and the, well, the thing is, too, is that we already had Modern Warfare 3 last year. Mm-hmm. So there's no sense they're going to have a Modern Warfare 4. It just no, is not going to... It's gonna, too soon. It's, it's too, cause, yeah. Because even from, like, oh, it's too soon... It's still it's, it was it's released not, in November. <laughs> yeah, and it's a business thing too. Yeah, is they're still making tons of money. They can make tons of money off of Modern Warfare Three. Absolutely. You know? But the thing is, is like IGN posted this uh, article today um, because they got um, Target uh, pre-order cards that have Black Ops Two. Dun dun dun. Release date eleven thirteen twelve. And uh, it, it's just to, to me, it was just like. You know, they're like going, oh, it's leaked. Oh, and I'm like going, really? Like, did we really expect it not to be Black Ops 2? Two I things mean, Two things that should have been already known. Black Ops 2 and the release date. They always, Modern Warfare games always release, or Call of Duty games always release around the Christmas time, around the holidays. Well, yeah, well, they always pick like the 11, you know, 10, uh, 11, some, 12, 12, or yeah. 11 11 11 or whatever they always it's always around that so 11 13 12 doesn't make doesn't sound far-fetched you know no and uh but yeah it so does. so yeah when i saw that on ig and i was like going i'm like really welcome to the game guys yeah I know. <laughs> oh my god it's like, like and it just <laughs> i don't understand and maybe it's because we're more we're more connected we're plugged into it but it's just common sense i mean you had the uh, the poster that was leaked. Right. Triarch. The the name is right there. Yeah. Of the developer <laughs> that made Black Ops. There. You have Activision. You know it's a Call of Duty game, and Triarch is there. They've only worked on Black Ops, so it's obvious that they're going to make another Black Ops. It, it, it was just painfully obvious. Yeah. You know. So whatever. Well. Um. <laughs> if you guys follow this the website, you'll you'll the Mayans were correct in regards to the end of civilization as we know it in the year 2012. the The big issue is is that it meant our internet existence would end in 2012. <laughs> but not in December, but in July. Um, now uh, I love too that I, I use like all this like the internet the end of the internet oh my god and then you read it and it's like well for some people uh, <laughs> yeah because somebody is making a loaded title to yeah. get people to click on that shit no no shit Sherlock that's right that's right because that's how we do it that's right <laughs> at least I didn't say just go out naked uh, click 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 
It's all, it's all just Galvin naked. You click on it, it's like a cooking recipe. Like, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, like, in back in 2007, PC World discovered a, uh, a malware that hijacked your domain name service, uh, your D- DNS, and l- sent you through through their uh, Trojan servers. Well, uh, in November, the FBI cracked down on these guys. And we're going to actually cut off the servers, but then the uh, ju- a federal judge says, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We don't know how many people this might have affected. And so they decided to hold off cutting the servers off till July 9th. Well, the reason why that's a big deal is because if you're – if this malware called DNS Changer, if it hijacked your browser, you cannot get on the internet if they cut off the servers because it goes through – that malware server. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in you know they were they were saying that it it, it had, it, uh, according to them, they didn't give an official number, but apparently it's a massive amount of people for them to consider doing this. Now, if you go to the um, you go to the lasergeeks.com, we actually have a link to a DNS malware um, malware changer checkup. So you can actually check your browser to see if it's cool or if not, and if it is, then. You can get the reason why you need to do this before July 9th is because you won't be able to download any malware program or anything if your internet is cut off. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if it does happen, and pay attention because you're not going to be able to get this podcast. <laughs> um, just reinstall Windows, really. That's if, that's if people have it though. That's that's the thing too is that some people don't have the the Windows disk because a lot of computer companies don't release it anymore. You have to order it online. Well, you better get to ordering. First of all, everybody should have a backup of their operating system. Yeah. Okay. Um, be it the Mac, be a Lion if you have Lion. Once you get, make sure that's backed up. Windows, uh, Windows. Even if you run in some Windows 2000, you have some janky shit. <laughs> make sure you make sure. Well, you'll have the disk if you have the old shit. Yeah. You'll have all, all the floppies. It's all that. <laughs> So. <laughs> Three quarter inch floppies. It's like I'm running, I'm running Internet Explorer 3.7, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm running Windows NT. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know. But seriously though, you you should check it out to make sure you don't, because that would just lead for a very bad weekend. That reminds me, somebody was telling me about um. Their computer, it was fucked up. And I was like, how's it fucked up? It's just not doing anything I wanted to do, blah, blah, blah. And I go, you running Windows? And they go, yeah, Millennium Edition. I said, well, that's your first fucking problem. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck? Did you get that out of a Cracker Jack box? A surprise? <laughs> and he's like, well, he goes, how do you fix it? I'm like, first of all, you buy a new computer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm like, because your computer is obviously older than shit. And it, and I suggest if you don't want to buy a new computer, downgrade to something that isn't Millennium. <laughs> just so stupid. If so your if, if your computer is um, was uh, is running Vista, you're cool. Anything yeah, you're beyond cool. that, <laughs> any anything from like XP backwards, yeah, you may want to uh, upgrade that bitch. You looking like a bitch? Yeah. yeah. So uh, speaking of operating systems, what what has Apple done? 
to piss people off. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they're making people seem they're they're making app developers feel like Comic Con fans because, uh, as we all know, Apple has their own event, yes. worldwide developer conference, which is usually yeah. in June. Now they keep it all hush hush. Because God forbid they mingle with the common folk. Yeah, yeah. So they keep it hush hush when the tickets go on sale. Well, they went on sale this uh, this last week. I think it was like Monday or something like that, um, or Wednesday, something like that. It was some earlier. It wasn't during the last week, but uh, they kept it so hush hush. They went. The tickets went on sale 5:30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which means that all the people in Apple's backyard were unable to get tickets. Because when they woke up, they were a bit assed out. <laughs> Tickets went for $1,600 a pop and sold out in two hours. And uh, That's uh, that's amazing. I know. I, 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 I even wrote in there, I go, it's something San Diego Comic-Con fans know all about, too much about, you know? <laughs> not, that, not that price, though. Uh, I know, $1,600 a pop. But there are a lot of app developers that are pissed because everybody – Silicon Valley, it's here on the West Coast, and they, they released it at 5.30 in the morning. So unless you have an alert that rings a gong at 5.30 in the morning, those people don't Bong! get <laughs> – Yeah. You know, uh, this one dude, uh, Eric Harrison, who's an iOS software developer in San Francisco – uh, told Wire that he was he was angry when he heard the news in the morning. He said, quote, I had full intentions of going to WWDC this year, and along with most of the development community, I've been anxious about the announcement for the past few weeks. I was completely appalled when I woke up at 7.45 this morning and checked Twitter to see the tickets had both gone on sale and were already gone. They, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Wired even said, you know, companies like uh, Square, Instagram, and a bunch of other top app uh, companies didn't get tickets. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. That's some stupid shit. I was like, dude, that great way to go ahead and embrace your people. Yeah, we want to get more East Coast people in here because the Silicon Valley people are just bitches. See how fucking almost immediately after Steve Jobs' death, yeah. things start to fall the fuck apart. Yeah. This silly shit. I've never heard of this shit happening with Apple before. Oh yeah, I mean it's just silly. It is because it's like, what are you trying to do? Well, well, the money. What is the, all the money back east? Then why are all the development companies out here? Yeah, it's like, what? It would. Are we all over here, gold prospectors? And <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, what are they like? Well, you know, we want to see a bunch of new faces this year. I mean, you're not Comic Con. <laughs> you know, <No>. <laughs> people aren't going to be waiting up for that. Even Comic Con says tickets are going to go on sale tomorrow. So at least people get an idea, you know? Yeah. You don't just and say it. And, and of course, it doesn't work, but still. Yeah. I mean, they said uh, in 2011, it took uh, 18 hours for tickets to sell out. In 2010, it took less than a week for them to sell out. $1,600 a pop, dude. Fuck. Yeah. For a recession. Yeah. That's uh doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah, I know, right? That's, why the, that's why the common people don't go to that event. Well, Apple's becoming more and more about the common people and more about the elitist or the elite people making things for the common people that are dumb. Yeah. You know, like that's how it feels to me. And I'm not saying like Apple has shitty stuff. I just have business practices suck. Like they they treat their – like we all know that people are going to line up for the next iPhone. 
But it's one thing to know that, and then it's another thing for Apple to act like everyone's going to line up for the next iPhone. Yeah. Like, they're so fucking cool. You know, like, we all know you're going to line up for this anyway. We could, we could take a shit in a box and put it on the fucking shelf and you'd buy it, you know. Yeah. You know who I blame for this? Hipsters. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Hipsters are the, are the problem to the world. If we got rid of them, hey, the world would be a better place. It would. Yeah. I agree with that. And if any hipsters are listening, you know it's the truth. You know more than any of us. Yeah, you just t- you just tighten up that scarf a little bit right. and, uh, and, and head over to Starbucks because – That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny because I told, I told somebody – I'm going to uh, – they're like, where are you going? So I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. And he goes, Ugh, I go – and, and it's a dude. And he goes, Ugh, I go to Starbucks. Why don't you go to Starbucks? And I turned around, and for some reason I got kind of violent. And I was like, because I'm not a punk bitch. That's why I don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> and he was like, damn. I was like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. I, I run on Dunkin', motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. I think it's time we jump into some news. Dunkin' Donuts! (laughs) Uh, Well, for once, the internet got it right. Fox has decided to renew the series Fringe for a fifth and final season, according to TV Line. The series has been on the bubble for quite some time, and it seemed to uh, teeter back and forth in the ratings uh, in its Friday time slot. The fifth season will consist of 13 episodes, which will allow the creators to wrap up the series and reach the magic number of 100. Quote, Fringe is a remarkably created, creative series and has set the bar for one of television's most imaginative dramas, Fox president Kevin Riley said in a statement on Thursday. Uh, bringing it back for a final 13 allows us to provide the cinematic conclusion that, the, that its passionate and loyal fans deserve. The amazing work of the producers, writers, and the incredible, incredibly talented cast and crew have delivered the last four seasons has literally been out of this world. Although the end is bittersweet, it's going to be a very exciting final chapter. Negotiations for, uh, for renewal of the series was long fought. J.J. Abrams had mentioned a month or so ago that they were working with the studio to try to bring it back for one final season with reduced, with reduced licensing fee. Fox is standing to make some money on the show that Riley claims loses a lot of money on the show. Uh, 100 episodes is the, is the number series wish to hit for syndication deals for other networks to rerun episodes in packages. They have renewed the series a la Chuck style to give fans the payoff for sticking around for the series for the last four years. Things will be uh, things were looking bleak for the series that they filmed two alternate endings for the finale, one season finale and the other in case the series was canceled. Fortunately for fans, they will uh, get to wrap up those storylines in the coming season. That's cool. That it, yeah, I mean, it's always cool when a when like a show that has a real good following gets renewed. Oh, yeah, and and allow to finish it out instead of you know, okay, fuck it, and cancel at the end of the season. And yeah, you know, so you know many what? so many shows I grew up with never got that treatment. Yeah, like fucking Firefly. Yeah, I know, right? Motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Ended on a fucking bullshit note. Mm. <sighs> What the fuck? Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. I got I got distracted by something. His so, rage. Your rage. <laughs> my fucking rage. Fucking firefly. <laughs> Summer cloud. No. <laughs> um. So a trailer. Podcast. I stopped the bullshit. Damn it. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> 
right. So a trailer has been leaked, I personally think, on purpose. Um, yeah. For Rayman Legends on the Wii U. The trailer shows off gameplay and features that are exclusive to the Wii U, of course. You can see this trailer on thelazygeeks.com. Um, that's right. Nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. No. Uh, after, after you get through the awesome gameplay in the beginning, I'm, I like Rayman. I like the new ones. I think they're dope. Um, of the video, you'll see a player use the touchscreen on the Wii U controller to lift Rayman to a platform. Uh, the use of the touchscreen was expected, but still cool to see in action. The more impressive feature is at the end of the trailer. Nintendo shows off the new near-field communication, or NFC, technology they have been bragging about for the Wii U. Uh, putting a raving, rabid action figure on the screen causes the, caused the character to show up in the game. Um, a statue of Enzo Auditore de Firenze, I think, from <laughs> Assassin's Creed, uh, was present as well hinting that it may also be used. Nice. Um, the real question is, does the does the controller accept only preordained objects, or does it map any object you put on the screen? We'll have to wait and see. I don't I don't think it's... It probably won't map everything it sees, but it'll probably be good. Like, they'll probably... Nintendo probably... All Nintendo shit will work with it. Yeah. Um, the... It was pretty cool to watch in action, though. Um... I don't know. I like the Wii U, man. I want to get it, man. <laughs> you know, I, I want one at the end of this year. I think I'm going to pick one up because it's, it's just cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it works at E3. Um, I almost don't want to see it because I'm, I'm kind of pumped about it. I don't want <laughs> to see it fuck up. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Ah. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, actually, uh, we talked about Apple a little bit earlier. Uh, but it does seem that Apple has been walking around with a target on its back lately. How do you think that Apple has been uh, handling their latest brushes with malware? Well, Eugene Kerpinski, or uh, Kaspersky, the CEO of security internet firm uh, security firm Kerpinski Labs, believes that it's going to get worse before it gets better. While speaking at a computer business review at InfoSecurity 2012 show in London this week, according to CNET, he believes that Apple is, is running a decade behind Microsoft in regards to software security. Uh, quote, they will understand very soon that they have the same problem Microsoft had 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, they will have to make changes in terms of cycles of updates and so on and will be forced to invest more in their security audits of their software. This is true for anyone that grew up with a PC. Many times back in the day, you would catch some type of malware, Trojan or virus when you got into the deep corners of the Internet. However, users and the protection software have become more intelligent and is less rampant as it was. Quote, that my uh, that's what Microsoft did in the past after so many incidents like Blaster and more complicated worms that infected millions of computers in a short time, he added. They had to do a lot of work to check the code and find mistakes and vulnerabilities. Now it's time for Apple to do the same. Apple has come under fire from security community uh, for the lack of aggressive response to their malware issues, most recently Flashback. Security companies, including uh, Kaspersky, also made Apple look slow to react by offering their own detection and removal tools ahead of the official fix. Many times in the past, most people believe that Mac was very hard uh, to fall victim to viruses, which was, all seemed to have been a myth. It seems that it has it's a 
and it was a failed system that no one wanted, so there was no point in doing so. With uh, the ever-growing popularity of Macs, it seems that it has given malware developers a new target to hit. With Apple sitting on its ego, this could be the moment that developers need to make Apple look like a paper god. We have always said that PC users can sit back and laugh, and Kropisky said said it best. Cyber criminals are um, have now recognized that Mac is an interesting area. Now we have more malware, It's uh, and it's not just flashback or flash fake, Kapersky told C, uh, CBR. Welcome to Microsoft's world, Mac. It's full of malware. Yeah, and it's it's something that a lot of people don't realize and a lot of Mac people don't want to admit, that if their platform was more popular, yeah. it would have just as many viruses as Windows. But now that it's gaining popularity, yeah. it's going to start gaining those problems as well. Exactly. You know, it's it's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, and you know we've dealt with it for a long time. I I don't know when the last time I was when I caught something. And I don't I don't blame Apple for it. I mean that you can't have a system that's a hundred percent secure. It's just impossible. Oh. I blame people who don't take care of this shit. Yeah, and I but I I I think Apple has a little bit of fault in there because of the fact that they are slow to act. They, I know, I understand that a lot of times, and we've talked about this, where they will do something, but when they release it, it'll work. The problem is, is that they take a little too long. Like flashback. Yeah, that's true. Flashback. Six hundred thousand computers were infected. Yeah. And it, and it's still slowly going down. And and I remember seeing all these other internet security companies were like, "Here's a fix. Here's something for you. Here's something for you." And we still hadn't heard anything from Apple, and I, I think that's, I, I think that, that is one thing. That is one thing that Microsoft like. They might happen to them more often, but they stomp that shit out. Yeah, you know they're like, no, 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 no. We're gonna Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh man. And a coffee. <laughs> so what's going on with Tyler? There's a lot going on with Bioware. Um, not really. We previously we previously reported that uh, Cohen and Company analyst Doug Krutz, uh claimed Star Wars: The Old Republic subscriptions were falling, expecting the numbers of subscribers to fall from 1.7 million to 1.25 million by March of 2013. Bioware says that's just not the case. Of course they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel Daniel Erickson. I'd be right- amazed if they said, "Yeah, he's right." <laughs> Yeah, no. I think this is funny too, because the person who said this, Daniel Erickson, and I'm not saying he's a schmuck, but he's a writer at Bioware. Yeah. Right? Like you, how does he fucking know? What did he hear it at the water cooler or what? (laughs) He said concurrent uh, player activity during peak hours has declined. Concurrent means like people all playing together. So how many are on at the same time? which is important to an MMO, um, has declined, which would expect the noticeable light, quote, light server populations. Uh, He also says paid subscription numbers are not falling at all. So basically that means that people are still paying for their subscription but not playing as much. Okay. Um, Erickson told PC Gamer that Bioware is doing anything and everything to keep those concurrent numbers up. Uh, quote, nothing is off the table when it comes to making sure our communities are strong and active on each server. Uh, yeah, 
I just think that explanation is funny. Yeah. Um, it's like, no, no, no. Paid subscriptions aren't going down. They're just not playing as much. Right. Well, okay. So what the hell does that mean? Does that just mean they've just now stopped playing so much and their <laughs> their thing isn't up yet? <laughs> you know? I, know. I know that's like saying, well, yeah, I mean, we still have this many Netflix streaming customers, but they're just not watching as much. Exactly. And if you really think about it, okay, analysts are saying, and Cohen and Company doesn't bullshit around. They know their shit. You know, so... They're saying March 2013. Now, if we're saying concurrent sub- subscriptions, concurrent, like the amount of people that are playing at the same time is, is going down. Okay. Well, the next step in that is people to not pay for the subscription. Right. You know, so by March 13, by March 2013, <laughs> maybe it will be low. You know, and, and honestly, 1.25 million people isn't really something to laugh at. But, uh, I mean, that's you know, like, but, that's 500,000 people bailed. Yeah, and and you have to you have to say you have to look at it this way. World of Warcraft, which is really what we're talking about, mm-hmm. okay, is always there. And anytime a new MMO comes out, people from World of Warcraft go, eh, and they'll drop their World of Warcraft account and move over there. They always come back. Yeah. There's a small percentage that don't, but mostly everybody else goes back to WoW because that's where all their friends are. Like WoW is like a social network now. It's more than a game. It's transcended game <laughs> status. Like people, people go to the World of Warcraft account to talk about other games. You know, it's 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 silly, really. Um, do I think Overpublic will have staying power? Yeah, probably, but it will probably end up going free to play like all the other ones. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. Uh, well, if we talk something else that's BS. Uh, Spider Man. <laughs> Is uh is something that I haven't been up. I even want to talk about this shit right now. Dude. <laughs> uh, with the upcoming Spider-Man c- crossover, uh, whether you want it or not, we are getting some more information in regards to how the two Reb Slingers will meet. Apparently, it involves Mysterio. Uh, in an interview with USA Today, which is weird that a real news organization would actually interview comic people, Brian Michael Bendis spilled out that uh, Mysterio is the guy behind everything that uh, will cause Peter Parker to slip into the Miles Morales universe. Oh, so basically, magic did it. Yeah. Motherfucker. (laughs) Mysterio is up there with the most dangerous criminals that Spider-Man has ever come up against, says Bendis. When I was a kid, I found some of the stories to be terrifying. I just got – it just got so personal when he does this thing – when he does his thing right, he delves in and deep. Uh, gets deep into the psyche that oh. doesn't deserve the kind of punishment. That got kind of hot right there. Yeah. He delves in and goes deep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now we're in a Christmas Carol territory, he adds, when asked about Peter Parker meeting uh, the likes of Ant-Man and Gwen Stacy. Now, remember, in the Ultimates universe, they had they had just suffered Peter's death. Uh, gone through that. So if done right, it's an emotional and powerful Spider-Man story that we haven't seen before. The real meat of the story is Peter meeting Aunt May, Gwen, and MJ. Now keep in mind, too, Gwen's dead in his universe. Mm, that's true. And uh, discovering this world and what it means, and you can't walk away from that action without being changed. And Miles being witnessed uh, is all the better lesson that he can learn. Now, I'm I'm not hating 
on this whole thing, you know, uh, for me, this this whole thing, and and I, I look at this as some because apparently he's supposed to meet up with the 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 Ultimates too, which is the the Ultimate Universe version of the Avengers. Now, this could spawn Captain America returning to the team after he bailed on Peter Parker's death, which is what I'm going to go with because he's supposed to come back later this summer. And uh, but we haven't hit the dozen mark on the Ultimate Spider-Man story yet, and we've all and they're already bringing Peter Parker for a bit of a cameo. It just seems it's just something we see in TV and movies when we say everything happened before was true is just very similar to what they did with the new Star Trek reboot. It's almost like it's almost disrespectful yeah to the character that was created. Yeah, I mean for the Ultimates universe. Exactly. And I'm not hating on Miles Morales. I think he's a good character. The first couple of issues were solid to me and and I'm attempting to catch up with the series to have a well-informed opinion not spurt out hate, you know, because like you know, many fanboys just seem to do that. I'm just, I just think that the idea is weak, and it shouldn't happen so close to the beginning. To me, it just seems a bit of stunt casting for comics, and you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I know me, I'll check it out because I'm gonna want to see if they, if Bendis can pull it off. But Bendis' writing hasn't been so hot as of late. Yeah. But we'll see. You know. Tell me something that is hot, though. I'm gonna tell you something that's hot because now that we've moved away from Marvel's failures. <laughs> let's move into DC's wins, right? Well, let's just talk about the gaming wins. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the gaming wins. Let's not talk about movies or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, the lovely Holly Quinn is getting her very own DLC for Arkham City. What? And everyone, what? Every, <laughs> what? Pop, 19, pop. 1998. What the hell? What? Pop, pop. Pop, pop. I feel like you're just wearing <laughs> denim. That's just what I feel like. Um, and everyone is on the edge of their seats to try it out. You're excited. You don't have to lie. We're all friends here. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the DLC officially released officially releases on April 30th. Uh, but if you haven't bought Arkham City yet, for whatever reason, you can wait for the Game of the Year edition to drop on May 29th. As I'm sure you've already gathered... Uh, Batman Arkham City Game of the Year Edition will already include the Harley Quinn's it's Harley Quinn's Revenge uh, DLC, as well as all other DLC packs previously released. Real quick before I go into this, I spoke with someone who um, has played through Batman Arkham City. I'm not going to spoil anything, okay? But let's just say he didn't understand why Harley Quinn would want revenge after arkham city really yeah i'm not gonna spoil it okay <laughs> if you if you don't know why then you haven't played the game or you're a moron like this dude <laughs> um but if you have played the game you're wait, probably... wait, wait. is is he a personal friend no okay well then that's just some it. schmuck okay just some schmuck i go to gamestop a lot and i chat yeah. with people and stupid shit um so anyway whatever moving on uh you'll get all the character skins you can handle as well as a copy of this is cool you get with the game of the year edition you get a copy of the uh batman year one animated movie which was sick nice yeah for those that um have already worked worked their way through arkham city you can still pick up Harley's dlc in april you wouldn't want to piss her off would you (laughs) put that at the end um you're so proud of that I am proud. I'm <laughs> proud of it because I was typing it while I was looking at the statue that I have on my desk. You know, and typing very... with one hand. Mm. Oh, and if you go to thelazygeeks.com, speaking of one hand, uh, the trailer for the Game of the Year edition is up. 
and it has some uh, some stuff on that DLC. Real quick stuff, you know, just yeah. her holding a gun. You know, it's just whatever. But um, check it out, man. You know it's going to be the shit. Now, Arkham City was the shit. You know? Oh, yeah. But, well, I and the thing is, is that I'm looking at I'm like, I still haven't downloaded any of the DLC. So I still have I still have some on my, left on my uh, PSN card. So did you gotta, beat the game yet? Uh, well, I know what happens at the end of the game, and I Whoa. almost beat it. Almost you beat almost it. beat it. Yeah, I almost beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's time we run a little long on this, so I think it's time we go ahead and jump into new releases. Especially when you steady fucking up. <laughs> last Our... time I said, last time I said I beated it was was when I got beat Contra. Uh. <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> uh, new on Netflix streaming. The People vs. George Lucas, very cool documentary. I reviewed it on thelazygeeks.com. Yeah. And and it's basically two sides of the equation, people that love Star Wars and people that are pissed off at George Lucas for doing what he's doing. Very, very cool, very entertaining, very fun. Uh, War of the Arrows, no idea what that is. Everything Must Go, Will Ferrell, uh, kind of a dramedy. G.I. Joe Season 1! Yeah! And we're talking the 83 series, dude. Because knowing's half the fucking battle, dude. Hell yeah. Transformers yeah. Season 1 also. Yeah! 83, so... Yeah! <laughs> uh, what do we got in games? So the much-talked-about Terra is coming out. That's T-E-R-A. Um, oh, <laughs> Um... Sniper Elite V2. I want to check that out, man. That game's a lot of buzz going around that game. Uh, Mortal Kombat for the Vita obviously will be cool. Um, Port Royal 3 for the PC. And I call this game Nexus. And people say I say it wrong, and I don't really give a fuck. Uh, it's N-E-X-U-I-Z. It's a game that actually originated on the Linux platform. That's like Next, uh, next Quiz? There's no Q in it. Next Quiz. Next Quiz. Whatever. It's probably French or something. No, it, it it's a it's a it's like a it's like a Quake Three Arena type game. It it originated in uh, the Linux platform and it's now coming to everything else. Cool. Yeah. All right. In theaters, do I even need to say what comes out this week? <laughs> the Avengers. Yes. I'm so there for the midnight show too. Got our tickets and all that shit. I'm gonna take my son, dude. That'll be cool. Educate. Bring him up right. He's an Iron Man fanatic. Too. He's nice. an Iron Man. I say, which one are you going to pick? And I expect him to say, like, Captain America. He's like, I like Iron Man. Well, you fucking right. You like Iron Man. <laughs> uh, the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Uh, small indie flick. Mother's Day. Another indie flick. LOL, which is a Miley Cyrus movie, so you could skip that. And another movie called A Little Bit of Heaven. Okay, so basically what you're saying is um, this weekend the Avengers comes out and then the four you won't be seeing. Right. The ones that you'll be seeing when the Avengers is sold out. Right. you didn't buy your tickets online. Your punk ass would be sitting in LOL like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Miley Cyrus. Uh, on DVD this week, we've got George Harrison's documentary, Living in a Material World. If you've been watching HBO, that that, series, that uh, documentary's been on. Very cool, very cool documentary on the life of George Harrison. I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm also a Beatles fan. But also, Haywire, uh, which is... Uh, Got some mixed reviews, but Michael Fassbender, the MMA chick, um, Channing Tatum, Ewan McGregor, uh, New Year's Day, which, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, we got 
chips the complete second season. Yeah. Ba, 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 da, ba. What's up with all the fucking classics coming out? I know, dude. dude. I know. Uh, Clueless uh, on Blu-ray. We've with got... Alicia Silverstone? Yes. Uh, yeah. We've got Felicity season one and two. For those of you that want to see where J.J. Abrams got his start. And uh, the Blu-ray edition of the Tim Burton collection. No, Edward Scissorhands is not in this movie. That's which is fail. Weird. Yeah. But, yeah. but although I've seen that movie too fucking much, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> but Beetlejuice is in it, and yeah. uh, so that that that's always a good time. Beetlejuice. I saw that when I was a kid. I watched that movie so much that tape got worn out. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, well, Beatles just had that swagger, baby. You know what I mean. Well, it's Michael Keaton. That's right. Yeah. Also, if you if you um if you're a young cat and you want to know what the '90s was about, just watch Clueless a couple times. <laughs> and you'll at least get the white people perspective of the '90s. Exactly. Which is the only one that I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you can send your uh, hate mail to yeah. lie at uh, lazy you know underscore what? sapien. If if the ni- if the definition of the '90s was Clueless. I don't know how we made it out alive. Yeah, I know. These people are fucking so stupid. (laughs) Moving right into comic books, a world that makes more sense than Clueless. Um, (laughs) If I don't say the number, it's issue nine. Uh, A lot of good ones coming out this week. Um, Action Comics, Animal Man Volume 1, The Hunt, trade paperbacks. So now we're seeing the the trade paperbacks of the the beginnings of these new books coming out. Um, Animal Man 9 is coming out as well. Um, Batman and Robin Volume 3, Batman, Robin Must Die, trade paperback. Um, Batwing, Detective Comics, yeah. Dial H, Issue 1. Oh, now we're also seeing, yeah, seeing the, the new ones the coming second, out. The second wave. Yeah, the ones that said, okay, those other books sucked balls. <laughs> so now we're going to come as well. So, um, Earth 2, Issue 1 is coming out. I'm going to check that one out. I want to check that one as well. Um, GI Combat, you know. Yeah. GI Combat, um, <laughs> issue one. Green Arrow, issue nine. Uh, Justice League, volume one, origin, hardcover. If you missed it, pick it up. Um, Justice League International, Red Lanterns, Smallville, season 11, issue one. They did this with Buffy, where they continued the seasons in the comic book form. Yep. So if you want to, you know, somebody sing. You can <laughs> sing it while you're reading it. You can um, sing it in the opening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look at the cover. And just sing that song to fruition. And then when you're done with the song, then you flip it open. Um, Superman won the third printing, just in case you want to pick that up. Uh, Swamp Thing 9. I'm saying 9 because I'm moving around a lot. Mm. Teen Titans Annual 1, yeah. And World's Finest 1. All right. In the Marvel Universe, we got a couple of good ones this week. Age of Apocalypse, number three. Amazing Spider-Man, 685. Amazing Spider-Man Secret Origins trade paperback. Uh, Academy Avengers, 29. Aca- Avengers Assemble, volume three trade paperback. The Avengers, Kree Skull War, hardcover. Yes. Uh, the Avengers, The Art of Marvels, The Avengers hardcover with slipcase. Now, you guys know the, the Marvel, The Avengers is coming out, so everything Avengers orientated is going to be coming out this yeah. week, too. Uh, yeah. Avengers versus X Men, number three of 12. You just started reading that, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, I've read I've read issue one and two. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick synopsis for the for the fans out there, or quick, um, uh, quick uh, impression. It's it's cool because it's literally just focusing on the fight. Yeah, 
like it the first issue ended with the fight was about to begin and then the second issue just fight there was no there was no intro or anything <laughs> it was almost like you could you could have stacked the two books together and it would have been one book yeah and i think that's kind of dope because that's really all we want to see yeah you know we don't yeah. want to see the bullshit <laughs> uh avengers x action hardcover we've got uh daredevil 12 defenders number six dorothy and the wizard and the Wizard of Oz, number six of eight, Exiled, number one, Fury Max, Cold Warrior, number one, Hulk, Return of the Monster, hardcover, Hulk Smash Avengers, number yes. one of five, In, uh, Invincible Iron Man, number 516, Marvel Superheroes, number one, Marvel's uh, The Avengers, Black Widow Strikes, one of three, uh, Marvel's The Avengers Prelude, uh, Fury's Big Week, Trade Paperback. That's of the eight-issue weekly miniseries that they had. Um, also, Marvel's The Avengers, The Avenger Initiative, Super Crooks, number one of four, Toy Story, three of four, Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, number 10, Venom, 17, Wolverine and the X-Men Alpha and Omega, five of five, X-Factor, 235, and X-Men, 28. Really quickly, in other distributors, we have Boys... <laughs> number 66 by okay. Dynamite. 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 Uh, Kirby Genesis Silver Star 5, uh, Lone Ranger number 5, and Red Sonia 66, Spider number 1, Voltron Year 1 number 2, and Witchblade Red Sonia number 3. From IDW, we have 30 Days of Night number 7, Doctor Who Classic Series 4 number 3 of 6, Dorothy of Oz prequel number 2. And Dungeons and Dragons Forgotten Realms Classic Volumes 3 Trade Paperback, G.I. Joe Real American Hero number 178, G.I. Joe Retaliation Official Movie Prequel Twade Paperback, Twade Paperback, uh, uh, Godzilla Kingdom of Monsters Volume 3 Trade Paperback, uh, Lock and Key Volume 4 Keys to the Kingdom Trade Paperback, and from IDW we have, oh, still from IDW, sorry, uh, Star Trek number eight and Star Trek Classic Volume Three Encounters with the Unknown trade paperback. Uh, in collectibles this week, not a whole lot. Uh, Beavis and Butthead seven inch plush dolls. Uh, yeah, you know seven inch. Um, <laughs> and then the Superman uh, patina mini statue. Click on that link real quick. Um, and it is pretty badass. Okay. I'm also clicking on it because I forgot to put the price. Ninety-five bucks is gonna cost you. Is it just Superman with his? Uh, it's a pretty classic pose, foot up on a fucking gargoyle. Oh, it's like that down. cover. It's like the comic cover. Mm-hmm. It's pretty badass. It's pretty bad. All right. Uh, recommendations this week. Uh, this has been out for a while, but I I watched the first two seasons when they were on Netflix, and finally Netflix has all five seasons of The Guild available on streaming. Uh. If you haven't watched it and, and you're a gamer or you, you, you love Felicia Day, you should just be watching the series. The, the, and, and it's great, too, to watch them on streaming because they, they release it as one solid movie. Mm-hmm. So each season is about, you know, like an hour, maybe an hour and 15. So it's everything. And, you know, you don't have to hear the title song through everything. It, it's really solid. And uh, I really like the way that Codex and Zabo – just their relationship progressed from stalker to we're just friends kind of thing. And, um, the, just the way, and Tink, it's funny with Tink. Cause like she can be hot and then she could be kind of me. 
Yeah, I know. She just, it just, she just bounces around from being like, because in season five, which you still haven't seen, she cosplays a lot to hide herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it, a lot of the costumes she looks pretty freaking hot in. But uh, the the series itself is hilarious. You know, uh, if you if you watch season one and you don't think it's that funny, keep watching into season two because it gets so much better, so much faster. And, uh, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend everybody checking it out. I do too. Yeah. And, uh, I'm recommending an app, uh, called Grubhub. Well, it's a website too, but yeah. so this, this fucking app is pretty sick, dude. It, it's, you know, uses your GPS to find the location and you say like, I want pizza. So you put pizza and you put, if you want delivery, if you want takeout or if you can take whatever it doesn't matter and it will tell you all the local spots and it's kind of like it has a four square feel to it you'll see um reviews and like this place sucks balls in some places like i just got pizza tonight from this place called clockwork in tempe in tempe arizona and they you can order directly from the uh, grubhub app so I was like, bam, 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 and I just freaking took care of business. So that's pretty cool. And it's pretty cool, too, like, if you're in a different area, like, you're traveling, you're like, damn, y'all want some fucking Chinese food, man, what the fuck? So you just put Chinese food. I don't know why you would be so passionate about wanting Chinese food, but I'm just saying. <laughs> some people just, are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am. I fucking, I want some Chinese food. I want some Chinese food. So you just put it, put that shit in, and then it, it tells you where the shit is. It's fucking cool, man. It's a simple concept. Yeah. But it's awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, everybody, if you're anybody who's anybody, knows that Google finally released their cloud service. Yes. This week. Yes. Google Drive, which incorporates Google Docs. <laughs> um, should it incorporate Picasa and Google Music? It sure should. Yeah, it should definitely. Um, now. I've I've been using it. And you just got your invite, right? Have you? Yeah, I've um. Well, my phone's still busted because the SD drive slot oh, right. is broken, so I can't download anything. But I know it works. Yeah. I just can't open anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you download it on your laptop? Yeah, I've downloaded yeah. It on my laptop. That's pretty dope. Like yeah. it syncs and all that shit. Yeah. So. One one thing that I think some people need to understand is your. It's basically what when you. It's click and drag. And when you drop it in there, it just makes a copy of everything that's on your hard drive. So don't think that it somehow creates space on your hard drive. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty simple, really. Yeah. It's 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 like a shared folder that's shared on their servers. Yeah. So I have a Google Drive folder on my desktop, and if I want to send something to it, I just drop it in the folder. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. That easy. And the great thing too is that anytime you update the folder, it automatically syncs. If you have uh. If you, you like, we use OneNote for our show notes, so we don't have to sit there and email each other back, or you know, we can just see everything. Which on we there. used to. Yeah, which, which we used to. to. Which we used Google Docs, which still kind of was a little annoying, um, but uh, it syncs every time you make a change, and that's one of the cool things for me because of the fact that you know I I want to make sure I still retain a lot of the stuff that I have on my computer. I threw a lot of my backup, um, my backup stories and the pictures that I've used for the website on Google on Google Drive just so in the event something happens I can still have access to them on their virtual drive. Yes, mm-hmm. it's not a, an official, you know, backup service, but it's nice to have it there just in case. 
But the great thing about it too is that you can share it among anything else that has Google Drive. You have an app for your phone, which is available currently only for Android. iOS is coming soon. And um, Linux, well, yeah. No, um, Linux is coming too. Yeah. yeah. They're, work, they're it, working on it. Yeah, they're working on it, but I guarantee you it's not going to be for a little while. Android is <laughs> runs off of Linux, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's a, you know, it just came to a Chromebook, which is yeah. Linux. So, you know, <laughs> don't be a dick. Just... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool. If you drop in everything, you know, it takes some time for it to sync. Uh, it, it, it really does. I dropped in, um, a lot of, a lot of files and, uh, yeah, that little, that little bad boy takes a while to sync up everything on there. But once it's done, everything's cool. I, I like it. What, what were your, what are your initial views? Uh, on I mean, it's still, I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, it's Dropbox. Yeah. Because I, it's the same thing, but it's something I told you. Where it was like, to say that you're you're copying something like this is is ridiculous. It's yeah. just you know filling a need. But um, I like it because it's integrated with Google Docs. Um, I like how easy it is. <laughs> it's funny because I have the first thing I put on was I have that uh stick figure that says "fuck yeah," and the dude's like walking all pimp. <laughs> um, and that was cool. Like it showed up on my phone. Um, it was instant. Shows up on the web too. I mean, it, it was dope. I mean, if you got to move, you got to move files around. You don't want to lug your laptop everywhere like I do. Like I'm fucking stuck in the '90s. Then, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the shit. Yeah, because one of the one of the great things about it too, because of the fact that you can, you know, anytime you have it, you just link it to your Gmail account. You know, you do a lot of work at the office, and you know, you 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 do some work at at home. You don't have to email it to yourself or anything like that. You just put, it, just save it in Google in Google Doc in uh, Google Drive, and you have Google Drive at your computer at work. Boom, it's right there. Exactly. So uh, I, I think that's really cool. There have been some people bitching about copy, you know, like oh, well, can uh, Google go ahead and read all your shit and all that? Um, you, what you basically in the terms of service, what's yours is yours. Now, there has been some updates to that. If you go to, like, uh, CNET has a really good FAQ, which they update consistently. Um, and what they said is, you retain ownership of the of any intellectual property right that you hold in that content. In short, what, belo- what belongs to you stays yours. But that doesn't, that means that Google can't, uh, that means that Google can't use your content for commercial purposes without your consent. However, the TOS also states that you give Google and those we work with, a worldwide license to use, host, store, reproduce, modify, create derivative works, such as the result of, um, resulting from translations, adaptations, or other changes we make to your content to better work our service. Uh, so they said that they can't reuse it for their own purposes, but they can use the content that you've uploaded basically to kind of find keywords, basically what Facebook does and everybody else does to market shit towards you. Yeah, so basically what if you really read the fine print is Google is doing what everybody else does, yeah. but because they've been under the fucking microscope so much lately for yeah. privacy and shit, they're just spelling it out for you. Yeah. You know, they're like we're doing this is exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and um, the, and what that's what cracks me up too is like you know, like the like uh that friend of uh, that friend of yours that you know when you sent me the first document, yeah, the the first thing where he posted is oh fucking Google. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like 
yeah, but they're not doing anything different that MySpace didn't do because MySpace used to read your pages and do that. And uh, Facebook does it. You know, Twitter. Well, every, every, everybody the, does it. The thing, too, is everybody likes this Web 2.0 bullshit where it seems like it knows what you want. Yeah. And but they don't like how they have to get that information. Yeah. You know, it's they get that information for what you're doing. You know. Right. And and Google says right in the in the privacy agreement, they say we'll use the. They're basically saying, we we won't use your information for our needs, but we'll use it for your needs. Right. You know. So I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Um. W- uh. One thing though is that they will be able to give up the data if. In response to a legal demand, like a subpoena. So I think that's everybody, though. Yeah. Again. But they, but the CNET went and said if if your cloud store, if you want your cloud storage to be a little more out of touch, you might want to use uh, Woola, which has no servers in the United States. But the problem with that I have is what laws do they fly by? Over yeah. there, so you know you got to take it with what you you know with what you got. Also, if you're fucking up that hard, you're not putting your shit on a cloud server. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah got to put that porn on there. <laughs> yeah, straight bestiality shit. Like, oh, dude, <laughs> oh, dude come on. <laughs> but um, one thing we have to take into account is the um, I've been looking into the uh, comparisons of the different cloud services out there because obviously Google Drive isn't. The only one that offers this. <laughs> so the ones that I was going to talk about briefly was the Apple iCloud, um, right. Dropbox, and Microsoft SkyDrive. So we'll start with Microsoft SkyDrive. Why not? Microsoft SkyDrive, they just now added an app um, so you can do like what Dropbox does and what uh, Google Drive does. The silly thing is it's they don't have an Android app yet which and, what's it and, for what's it then where's the app then who can get the app i think windows phone obviously oh well yeah. and um ios obviously really <laughs> yeah so oh that's right that's right i remember that i remember reading that now so for me personally it's useless yeah um now it's cool that they added this function and you know microsoft Skyder, they give you 25 Gigs, but SkyDrive is more of a glorified office app yeah. than a real cloud service. That's you know? what I've heard. And, and it's if you really screw with it, because we use we use uh, SkyDrive for our OneNote, um, but it's really I don't know. It's it's just a it's just a way to share your fucking your office documents. Yeah. Really, you, no one uses it for anything else. Um, and without an Android client, I mean that's a big chunk of a. That's a big chunk of the market share, and not be well. Even the OneNote, even the OneNote app is beta still. Mm-hmm. So you know they they still Microsoft. Oh well, Microsoft always is a little behind everybody else. Of course. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. So we got Dropbox. Now Dropbox is the originator <laughs> of all this shit. Um, one cool thing I like about Dropbox is they just now added this too. Will automatically add. Um, pictures that you take on any device that you have Dropbox installed on, which is pretty dope. Um, that being said, they're pretty much the same as Google Drive, or Google Drive is the same as Dropbox. Yeah. Um, the, the difference lies in how much space you get uh, for the free one. The free one is like for Dropbox, it's around two gigs free, 
But the thing is, is they have all these like silly ass ways that you can you can make you can get more free space, <laughs> <laughs> like just by like doing a survey and shit, you know. Um, but there's nothing wrong with Dropbox. Um, I actually have that and Google Drive installed on my phone, um, and they work identical. Well, uh, yeah. The good, the I've good heard... thing about oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I've heard that in in it is the same, but at the same time, Google Drive. I mean, um, Dropbox is actually a little easier to use than Google Drive. Dropbox is is literally so fucking it's ridiculous how easy it is to use and also it's available on everything but your fucking toaster um <laughs> they have they have a what it's not on my yeah. toaster fuck this oh, shit, fuck this shit. <laughs> table flips <laughs> uh, it, they they do have a linux client for one Dunkin um, donuts. Dunkin donuts. <laughs> they have a linux client and i think it's funny that google drive hasn't jumped on the linux client because they're a little more connected to Linux than Dropbox is, but yeah. we're we'll moving away from that. Dropbox has been in the game for a lot longer too. Yeah. So, uh, last but certainly least, the Apple iCloud. Um, <laughs> if you have an Apple product, it's there for you yeah. if you want. Uh, like typical Apple products, the um, like syncing over different platforms doesn't work all that great. Cross-platform support is is not all that great. Um, but that's everything with Apple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like if it's not an Apple thing, it doesn't know what it's doing. Um, I think they have the same amount of free space though, five gigs. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh, one quick thing that I forgot: the uh, SkyDrive app. They have they have one for I think it's iOS, but you have to have Lion, which like cuts out. A whole chunk of people. <laughs> the newest one. I don't know. Oh yeah. Anyway, the Apple iCloud. I mean, it's it's Apple iCloud, man. I mean, it it, it syncs over Apple devices. If you have Apple, it kind of it's not even worth talking about because it's it's for Apple users. Yeah. It's not like I can go to the Apple iCloud website and open an account for Apple iCloud on my yeah. PC. Yeah. If you have was, um if you have iTunes and especially if you have a an iPhone, they definitely suggest that you use iCloud, but you know, it's like, what's you know, it it for in 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 a lot of aspects. I I think if you have a Mac, you probably are using iCloud or not. You're using Dropbox. Um, but uh, you know, I looked at it as like you know, Google Drive was actually. I thought about using Dropbox, but when Google Drive came out, and I was like going, oh, that's that's kind of cool. And the prices are pretty pretty reasonable. I mean, two fifty for was it twenty five gigs? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I thought, well, shit. You know, I could even, I could even go, I can even do that. You know, <laughs> I could, I could swing two fifty. Yeah, um, but uh, and also too, if you signed up within the first, like, I think for right now, if you if you sign up for Google Drive, you actually get ten gigs of space in your Gmail account. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I mean, I, I've seen. iCloud and yeah, if it doesn't work well for PC users, which is a big chunk of the market, um, but uh, unless you have your iPod, iPad, or whatever, then that might work for you. But um, you know, I I still think that Google Drive actually, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna take a big chunk out of Dropbox, but I think it'll give more people a chance to "Mm, maybe I'll check it out because now it's there. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, it's it's synced with the Google 
with their Google's account and all that crap. I think Google Drive being in beta, I think they really need to bring um, – they need to consolidate Google Music and, and Bacasa, uh web albums and, and Google+. Like just bring it all together. You know, I mean, yeah. Google Drive really has no place in Google Plus, but I mean the pictures specifically. Yeah. Um, I think it all needs to just be brought together, and just make one super app that accesses <laughs> it all, because that's really what everybody wants. Pretty much, they, your your Android phone is just going to be a Google app. That's yeah, all yours. Pretty much, pretty much. It's a Google like, app that can make phone calls. <laughs> exactly. Like that's, but that's what everybody wants, right? Yeah. They they want everything to work with one thing. Yeah. Everyone's tired of using fucking four different things to do shit. So just do that. Like Google has the resources. Be that per- be that guy, you know, yeah. that did it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um personally my favorite one I have to say I like Dropbox. Yeah. The best just because they're available on everything. Um I like that the instant up upload thing. Apple iCloud has that too, but again, for fucking Apple users. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just like I like Dropbox. I mean, Google drives the shit too. You know, I, I use both of them, and I get double the storage space for free. You know, <laughs> but uh, Microsoft SkyDrive, uh, I don't know. Like, you get like a ton of space for now, but it's it's just it's you know yeah. You there's know? just there's just not a lot of accessibility to it. No, and it's lacking that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> you know? As the French would say, I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. And so I, I think overall we can say that for a beta product, it's it's coming out looking good, looking good. It and again too, you know, it's still in beta, so naturally it's going to take a little longer for it to come out. I mean, but let's remember how long Gmail was in beta, you know, and and, and usually Google takes forever with everything. And in, in, I mean, it was five years in development. Yeah. So. It, you know, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna take some time, but I, I think, you know, what I've seen, I've liked so far. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, yeah. and it's free. So, I mean, well, part of it, if you get it, yeah, if you're part of the elite few, <laughs> like us, yeah, or if you just ask for that and <laughs> wait a day. <laughs> I only waited a couple of hours because they know me. I'd have waited two fucking days. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I got the email. I got the email that I was accepted into it in the middle of Walmart, and I was like, "Yeah!" And my <laughs> wife goes, "Mark goes, what the fuck?" And I go, "I'm excited because I got into the Google Drive." And she's like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Like she's like, "Don't even talk to me." After I wrote the article about it being released, I went to my Gmail and uh, went to to sign up for it. And it's like, "It's not ready yet. Would you like to be notified?" I said, "Yeah." And like four hours later, I got the email. Your Google your Google Drive is ready. I was like, yes. <laughs> I ran over to my computer, and, like installed it and all that shit. So just to, just because I just saw this, because I'm at my SkyDrive right now. Um, right now, SkyDrive you should have seven gigs of storage, but if you go to upgrade, it says SkyDrive free, upgrade from seven gigs to twenty five gigs for free. Jesus. So obviously you should do that. Yeah. And I just did. Um, and just real quick, they have SkyDrive plus 20, plus 15, plus 100, so plus 20, 20 gigs. And it's add 20 gigs. So if you have the 25, which is free, you can pay $10 a year for 20 additional gigs. Uh, $25 a year for 50 additional gigs. And $50 a year for 100. Now, 
those prices ain't too fucking bad. No. You know, because you're paying it on the year tip. You know, that's pretty cool. But if you do have a SkyDrive, or even if you don't, just go sign up for one real quick and get that free 25 before they cut cut that out because that's a lot of fucking space. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can put whatever the hell you want on here. Yeah. You know, I have um. Uh, I don't even know what I have on there. I have all, all my pictures and shit. Well, one of the things uh, I think one of the things that I I just remembered about it, Mike, because uh, my brother asked me, he goes, well, do you trust, you know, like Google? You know, are you sure the government's not going to shut it down or anything like that? You know, and I'm like, it's not mega upload. You know, no. I, I go for me, like for me, why I don't save something for like Dropbox or Carbonite or any of those things is because I don't know how long they're going to be around. And like for me, Google <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing. Is yeah, like Google the, the, or Microsoft. You know, those are the two around. companies. Those are the two companies on the on the cloud list that you know they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So I mean, Dropbox too. They've been around for a while, but still, they're not Microsoft or fucking Google. Right. You know. All right. So, uh, any last words before we move on into some douchebaggery? Oh, all my Comic Con pictures are on my SkyDrive. I didn't know that. <laughs> let's just let's just move into the douchey douche, man. Oh, by the way, if you guys hadn't done this, uh, go to Google and type in Zerg, oh, yeah. Zerg Rush, <laughs> which is so funny because um, do you know what a Zerg Rush is? Uh, no, but I did it. No, Zerg Zerg Rush is a term in StarCraft where the Zerg are an insect race, and I'm doing Zerg Rush right now. Um, and when you Zerg rush, it means that in the beginning of the game, the Zerg, they can create units much faster than the other two races. So you create a bunch of units, and then you rush the opponent, thereby doing a Zerg rush. Hmm. Um, which is pretty much what's going on here with all these fucking O's. <laughs> and it never stops, too. And you lose the game when they take out the uh, left sidebar. <laughs> I've played it like four times already you'll never win but it's a nice you know time killer yeah (laughs) that was pretty funny i was like oh nice all right well i think it's time for some douche douche so uh my number three douchebag this week is uh way to choose your battles man a florida man faces felony charges after refusing to pay one dollar for a cup of soda at an East Naples McDonald's restaurant. Dunkin' Donuts! <laughs> uh, the local manager told sheriff deputies that Mark Albre, uh, or Abir, set, uh, filled a courtesy cup with soda and walked out of the building without paying. McDonald's employee told him that the cup was only for water. Uh, and that, that bugs me when people do that. Can I have a glass of water? And then they go and they fill it up with soda or something like that. You know, uh, however, Albert uh, filled it with soda and the, um, from the fountain machine and went to sit outside the restaurant. The police reported uh, report stated that when the manager asked him to pay, Albert declined, cursed at him and refused to leave the premises. Uh, I don't understand that either when people do that. Yeah. Like, you know, you fucked up. Yeah. Why are you being a dick? Yeah. Collier County deputies later arrested Albert, who was who now faces felony charges, according to the same report. The initial charge was for petty theft, but due to Albert's record of prior petty theft convictions, the charge was increased to, from a misdemeanor to a felony under Florida's three-strike statute. Steady jacking. Yes. 
uh, three strikes law currently being used in 26 states came as a, as a response to um, public outrage over a string of kidnapping murderers and parole, parolees in uh, Washington state. In Florida, the third degree felony is punishable by a maximum of five years in prison and a $5,000 fine for a $1 cup of Pepsi, dude. Really? <laughs> good for you. I know. It's like, good, good, good way to do that, man. Good way to pick that fight there. Uh, my number two douchebag is way to show just how lazy you are, man. Uh, I, I've been going with themes lately when I do titles. Um, yeah, I've noticed. You noticed that, yeah. Uh, the anatomy of being lazy is kind of hilarious at times, especially when you have wireless providers claiming that a new law that will provide their customers with more protection would cause confusion. Ars Technica is reporting that Tuesday the California State Senate Public Safety Com- Com- Committee will be hearing arguments on the uh, California Location Privacy Bill. SB 1434. What does it do? Glad you asked. It requires law enforcement to obtain a warrant when they wish to gain access to location information and would require wireless companies to disclose how often and why they're giving out this information. It is designed as a way to ensure proper use of the law. Who would be against this? The CTIA, an industry trade group for the cell phone industry. The CTIA sent a letter to the Senate, uh, state Senate, Mark Lano, claiming that the passage of this bill would, quote, create confusion for wireless providers and hamper their response to legitimate law enforcement investigations, end quote. The group also states that the, quote, bill would create unduly burdensome and costly mandates on providers for their employees and unnecessaries um, as they will not serve wireless consumers. Really? It, it would construct it would obstruct law enforcement and co- somehow cost more how the American Civil Liberties Union received over 5,500 pages from 200 local law enforcement agencies in regards to their tracking policies. The ACLU concluded that, quote, while cell phone uh, cell phone tracking is routine, few agencies consistently obtain warrants. Importantly, however, some agencies do obtain warrants showing that law enforcement agencies can protect Americans' privacy while also meeting law enforcement needs. So how can you obstruct law enforcement's ability to do their job? This would ensure that the law would uh, – that every law enforcement agency would have to get a warrant before approaching a wireless provider. Now, in regards to cost, Sprint charges law enforcement a $30 a monthly flat fee – to provide location data on an unlimited basis, you know, like your data plan. Now, according to Wired, Sprint disclosed that the that data uh, that the data uh, was given out eight million times within a 13-month period. So maybe I missed something when they said that it would provide a costly mandate. Somehow I doubt I missed something. Uh, anyone with a registered IQ can see that wireless companies don't wish to disclose anything especially if they're being forced. In essence, the unduly burden is that when they would have to reveal just how often and the various reasons they release this information. Now, you can figure that the requests that had warrants were probably reasonable, but it makes you think about the data that was given without a warrant. Someone owed someone a favor, maybe. In the end, their claims fall short of being disastrous to the industry, but fail more on the line of not wanting to do more work that doesn't make them more money. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I love these companies. It's going to cost us more money. You already charge them, and you give them out 8 million times in a 13-month period? Really, dude? Come on. Yeah. Uh, what are you, what are your uh, douchey-douche 
runner-ups this week. So this first dude is actually kind of a pimp. Um, <laughs> but he's still a douchebag for speeding at like 111 miles per hour. <laughs> um, so a Chicago area man who allegedly was clock driving 111 miles per hour through a 45 mile per hour forest preserve told a patrol officer he was in a hurry to, quote, try to go have sex with a girl he liked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got that before she changes her mind. <laughs> Pedal to the metal, dude. Um, Zachary P. Ramirez. Oh, she's 20- drunk. I gotta go. I know. She's gonna sober up any minute. <laughs> Zachary P. Ramirez, 21, of Naperville, which lies about 20 miles west of downtown Chicago, was caught speeding through Springbrook Prairie Forest Preserve last Saturday. This article is really specific. Um, <laughs> last Saturday, according to the Chicago Sun-Times, uh, Police Sergeant Greg Bell told the paper an officer saw Ramirez's 1994 Honda Prelude. Oh, yeah. A hundred prelude? What the fuck? That's right. That's a boss right there. Um, run a red light, then run a stop sign. Another officer <laughs> pulled him over and asked him why he was traveling so fast. For sex, he said. I got the officer... for her bitch friend. Cock blocks me again. <laughs> <laughs> the officer's radar unit initially clocked the car traveling 104 miles per hour and finally locked at 111. Disobeyed. Uh, oh. Wait, what? Oh, police Police also allegedly found 0.2 grams of marijuana in the car. 0.2, 0.2 grams, grams, really? Yeah. Like, Were you sniffing the carpet real quick, dude? Ramirez, it's oregano! <laughs> I know. Ramirez faces charges of speeding 40 miles per hour over the limit, according to the paper. He also was charged with drug possession. For 0.2 grams, dude! <laughs> Disobeying a traffic light and disobeying a stop sign. Ramirez is free on $200 bond, the Sun-Times reported. His arraignment date is pending. So he's a douchebag because he's, he could have hurt somebody. He's running red lights, he's running stops, and, and no pussy worth all that yeah. shit. You know, but kind of a boss. You see his picture on the thing, and he's just like, what? That they kind of look like I was handling my business. Um, he just seems like a typical college kid, you know, just acting, acting foolish in that 94 prelude, baby. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, so this one was kind of more of a couple bitches. During a game between the New York Yankees and the Texas Rangers Wednesday, already a shitty story, with the two <laughs> teams that are playing. Um, one young fan almost had his world shattered when he failed to catch a foul ball tossed into the bleaches by the Rangers the Rangers Mitch Moreland. Instead the ball was snagged by a couple who were quite pleased with their catch, so pleased in fact, that they failed to notice the weeping, heartbroken kid right next to them. They didn't fail to notice. Yeah, it's bullshit. Because you can see the pictures. They they knew what was up. Dude. Yeah. Um luckily the story has a happy ending, although the couple who caught the ball Claim they didn't notice the bawling child sitting right next to them, mm-hmm. which everyone noticed. The child's like two. Yeah. Two or three. You know when those type of kids are screaming. Believe me, I'm speaking from that experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone in the Rangers dugout did. And he was a, the kid had a Rangers hat on. Um, an employee came out and threw the upset fan a new ball. So that was nice of him, you know. Yeah. Uh, after the game was broadcast with Kay's running commentary, oh yeah, the uh, the person that was commentating the game, he was all pissed off. <laughs> he was like, "These people are fucking pieces of shit." Like he was he was mad. Uh, that wasn't the words he chose. But that's basically what he said. Uh, the video went viral, and the obvious couple 
has discovered what it's like to be a viral to be viral villains. Um, <laughs> quote my fiance. My fiance's my fiance Shannon and I were honestly unaware of the situation. The little boy sitting next to us last night, since we were so caught up in the excitement, the screaming and, kid next to you didn't. Yeah, yeah. In moment, the excitement of catching a foul ball like you didn't. It's, come on. <laughs> in moment of being at our first Rangers baseball game together, the excitement of being at a Rangers game. Yeah. It's not on. like you caught a ball while your girlfriend was blowing you. I mean, that's yeah. That would be. Even then, I'd notice the kid. I'd tell him, shut up. Um, so here comes here comes the broad, right? Shannon Moore, the fiancé. I love children. I would never hurt someone. It's very hurtful, especially when you know you wouldn't intentionally hurt somebody or hurt their feelings, especially when it's a little bit, a little bitty toddler. So first of all, she said hurt so many fucking times that she wants to hurt somebody. That's some Freudian <laughs> shit. All right. Um... So Leonard and Moore, the two, want, want an apology from the Yankees play-by-play announcer. Fuck them. So Le- Leonard says, he took an event and sensationalized it, threw it out there, never checked. Whatever. These <clears throat> never checked or validated the facts. Motherfucker, you're not the president talking about damn foreign policy. Yeah. You're some dick that stole the fucking foul ball from a kid. Yeah, when, I mean... When you catch something, you looking around like you want attention. This guy is specifically not looking that no, direction. There's, there's a part because if you watch the video, um, there's a part where the kid is is crying, you know, like bawling, and there you you can tell that they're purposely not looking yeah. at the kid. Yeah. And and the woman, the they're woman even is even on the jumbotron. Yeah. yeah. And the the woman's talking and she has that look on her face. It's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's how she's talking, you know. It's like you know what's going on. Yeah, it's fucking bitches, dude. Like it, it, you're at a fucking baseball game. You're a damn adult. Yeah. If there's a little kid around you, take a little picture with the ball and then throw him a fucking ball. Don't yeah. be a dick, dude. Yeah. Dicks. Uh, they almost became. They almost were a douchebag of the week. Yeah, almost, almost. almost. But almost. Uh, I, I think. I think Hasbro took it because they're starting a war, a nerf war on a global scale. Yes. Uh, whoever whoever thought that there would be a nerf war on a global scale, well, when the blog about assault blasters for Cadults review reviewed a unreleased nerf product he found in a Chinese marketplace would lead to some legal wrangling with Hasbro. Now the the thing is is that why you think like well that's not a big deal yeah let let me get into some of the details a little bit the lead blogger pocket uh, wrote and posted a review on his site as you would a few days later he received a note from Hasbro offering the guy some guns to give away to his readers and um, how would you say no why would you say no to that I mean you know it's you know Nerf guns yeah you and your friends get some Nerf guns for free fuck yeah. I'd be taking that. So he joyously agreed and sent the and sent his address. Shortly after, according to TechCrunch, Pocket received a letter from Hasbro lawyers accusing him of IP theft. Fans of his site in Australia, where Pocket is based, chose to do what fans do at the sign of injustice. They planned a boycott of Nerf products. TechCrunch did reach out to Hasbro for a comment, and this is what they wrote. We appreciate the opportunity to provide the following statement concerning Hasbro's investigation into the, quote, leaked IP information regarding a Nerf 
brand products. As with anything, there are two sides to every story. We can, while we cannot comment on the details of an ongoing investigation, Hasbro takes all circumstances of stolen and leaked IP very seriously and will continue to investigate sources of unauthorized information and product as it relates to its brands. We would like to clarify one inaccuracy that has been reported. While a local Hasbro Australia marketing team did reach out to Urban Tagger's website to engage in promotional activity for which it uh, required an address, it was completely unrelated to the confidential global investigation being conducted on Hasbro's behalf by independent investigators looking into sources of leaked IP information. Hasbro gladly values its uh, values and appreciates its fan communities, and it's very proud of the strong relationship with many bloggers and sites that cover our brand and products. So they expect rational-minded people to believe that they weren't misleading him to gain access to his address so they can send lawyers after them. Uh, not to mention that he didn't do anything illegal to obtain it. He found it in a marketplace. Yet they claim that they want to have strong relationships with bloggers, and this is how they act. This is uh, beyond being a douchebag. This is all about Nerf being, well, as the reader so as a reader so eloquently put it, an asshat. They, they were locked and loaded with those foam darts. Yeah, I mean that was, was like, it. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to go ahead and we want to give you guys some stuff. You know, did, did they ever send him his free shit? No. No. But they send them. They send lawyers at him. Like, come on, dude, don't. Well, in their defense, he didn't have to pay for the lawyers. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, he bought it in a marketplace. It's not like he bought it bought it black market. But again, he did buy it in China, so probably bootlegged anyway. Anything bought in China is bootlegged. <laughs> yeah, he bought a Apple over there. It's almost like if if you're selling something in China that's not bootleg, people won't want to buy it. Like yeah. they'll look at you funny. Yeah, like, what know, the right. fuck's wrong with you? Uh, but um, to to balance that out with some epic epicness, oh. uh, um, maybe Sony should have taken a play out of the Marvel playbook. Badass Digest, which has been getting a lot of a uh, lot of news this week, spoke with Marvel Films head Kevin Feige and asked the inevitable question. What will you do when Robert Downey Jr. leaves the role? I think Bond is a good example, Fing began. Let's put it this way. I hope Downey makes a lot of movies for us as Stark. If and when he does, uh, even when he doesn't, I, I'm still here making movies. We don't take him to Afghanistan and wound him again. I think we just James Bond it. Nice. Although, although I have always believed that RTJ is Tony Stark. Even when they announced him as the role before the first film, I knew he was that character. Now, I know we will have to deal with him leaving at some point, but I think leaving it alone is just the perfect way to go. For better or worse, the James Bond in the original Batman series kept simply kept things going and just added a new lead. However, with The Amazing Spider-Man rebooting itself after three movies would seem a bit much, especially since we know... Uh, we know other French um, franchises take place in the same universe. I think I truly hope that Warner Brothers doesn't do a reboot of the Batman franchise after Nolan departs. I really don't think I can take another origin story. For all intents and purposes, the Amazing Spider-Man reboot bothers me, but I applaud Marvel for the bold choice of leaving everything alone. 
you know, on the flip side of the coin, I wouldn't mind. It shouldn't happen, but I wouldn't mind a live action movie of year one. Mm. Yeah, a solo independent kind of. Yeah, thing. like it wouldn't. It it really doesn't need to happen, but it, I think it would be. As dope. a fan, it would be cool. Yeah. Or or a live action of uh, the Killing Joke, dude. What the fuck? That, that could be the next movie. That might be the shit. That has to have a rated R on it yeah. too. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm totally happy that Marvel that they decide. You know what? Fuck it. We just replace the actor. We do James Bond. Yeah. That's the way to do it, dude. Absolutely. I'm tired of these fucking reboots, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, Spider-Man after three movies, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because they want to take they want to take the tone in a different direction. That's why they're trying to. Whatever, dude. I know this new Spider-Man movie is gonna be the shit, but still, I don't like how uh the lizard looks though. He looks like a fucking idiot. Just saying, dude. <laughs> Looks like a punk bitch. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we jump into some psych comments so we can get. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Adam says Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, Dustin Parker on my story for no regist- no pre-registration at Comic Con 2013. Uh, I don't agree with pre-registration at all because if it sells out that year, then then the chances next year will be sold out also. And the people who didn't get to go don't get to go the next year because it's all pre-reg and shit. Well, one thing, Dustin, is you don't have a clue as to how pre-registration works for Comic-Con. One thing, Mr. Parker. (laughs) Uh, The second thing, I want to throw this out here. I don't know if your computer does this, but my computer is freaking the fuck out at the spelling and grammatical errors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the red lines underneath all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punctuation <That's> works. <laughs> I think my computer crashed when I first read it. Um, yeah. I, you know, I look at it and uh, because pre-registration, they don't they only sell a certain allotment of tickets. And once they reach those limits, even this past year at Comic-Con, they had a certain amount per day to make sure they had enough to send out for when uh, Comic-Con officially went on sale. So don't get all butthurt about that. And you're one of those fanboys that just say, fuck, if the people that that love comics were the ones that got to go, then everybody gets to go. No, they wouldn't. No. Because this is worldwide. No matter how much – if even if only the people that loved comics, there still wouldn't be enough tickets. Yeah, we saw a grip of people from fucking other countries, man, when we were rolling through. Australia, Germany, France, Japan especially. Japan. I saw some cats from Japan chilling out, dude. I saw some dudes from uh, from Russia. There was one pretty hot-looking chick. (laughs) Canada. Remember those chicks from Canada? Yeah, Yeah. I do. Yeah, you do. I I really do. (laughs) You wanted to help that one that was sick that one time. (laughs) I really did. Uh um, whole lot of wonder about the Google Drive release. Finally, after five years or so of development, I'm switching over from Dropbox. Google Docs integration is nice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how he said it, too. Yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> and uh, Notebook, um, Apple under fire from security firms. I'm not totally sure what he meant by this, but good point is Apple has come under fire from security companies. Oh, yeah. So there's a period and yeah, a comma. Yeah, a period and a comma. So dun dun dun. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I was debating it, but I was like, you know what? This this comment doesn't make sense. So I'm just gonna put it in there anyway. Real real quick, I, w- I want to just say that these comments are reminiscent of the fact that this week or last week, as this will happen, um, 
was the week that everyone told Adam to go fuck himself. <laughs> nobody read oh, my yeah, articles. Nobody read your articles this week. I didn't realize that. Nobody read my articles this week. Nobody commented on anything. Complete waste of my fucking time. <laughs> so everybody can suck it. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, our quote for the week. Um, my quote came from the guild because I just heard it and I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, you boffed him on the first date. Achievement reached. Nice. I saw that episode. <laughs> I was dying. It was, oh my god. It was when Codex slept with Will Wheaton. That was so funny. <laughs> Achievement reached. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> So my quote, my quote comes with a little story. I was, I was at a, I was at Walmart, and there was a supremely ghetto chick, um, buying shit. And I forget, I don't really know what the cashier said to her exactly. Something about payment, of course. And she goes, she literally louder than shit went, "Hate is gonna hate. Fuck the bullshit, bitch." all fucking loud so it's quiet because everyone's like what and i hear off in the distance someone started a slow clap (laughs) and the funniest thing is i was the third person to clap along like everyone just started clapping it it was like it was like rudy but not as inspirational (laughs) and the woman's looking around and the funny thing is the slow clap is happening by younger people. Right. You know, the other, the older people kind of look around like, what the hell? And this ghetto chick is looking around going, what? All these bitches fuck the bullshit. And then she just walks away and she keeps saying, fuck the bullshit, fuck the bullshit. And we just keep clapping. Yeah. It was so funny. It was, it was seriously one of the funniest moments of my fucking life. It, it, and it was like she said fuck the bullshit and I hadn't when she first said the quote I was just in shock like what the fuck's wrong with this bitch and then when I heard the she slow got clap a gun. Yeah, yeah I know when I started hearing, hearing the slow clap I look back at the dude and he's got that look he doesn't look like he's kidding <laughs> <laughs> he's nodding his head and he's got that look of like I believe in you <laughs> So Arizona, bu- ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, his buddy starts clapping, and they're both looking at each other real intense. And then one of them caught my eye, and I just said, "Fuck it," and I just started clapping. But you were you were clapping ironically. Yes, yes. Oh my it was, god, that's... It, it was it was a moment. You know, it, it was... guys, you know those guys are doing T-shirts right now, going "Fuck the bullshit, <laughs> fuck the bullshit." So the full quote that she said. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> Fuck the bullshit, bitch. And then I put. What does back, that even mean? <laughs> then I put backslash slow clap. <laughs> so this this right here should be inspiration for you all, and I, I want you all to do this. Um, if you hear someone say some supremely ghetto shit, start a slow clap, okay? Because. It will make your day so much better. So I was having a shitty day. I'm at Walmart fucking trying to get some milk and shit. And just slow clap. I was like, yes! There's literally like 15 people clapping, dude. Oh my god, that's fun. Because Walmart was packed, dude. Yes, it always is. Yeah, I know. There's just all these young cats just like, yeah! <laughs> Throwing fists up in the air and shit. 
<laughs> and it was funny because everybody was like, like it was Rudy. No one, everyone was being ironic and being funny, but no one was acting like laughing. Everyone was being really serious. And all of them were looking at the chick. Like, yeah, you go. <laughs> and I think at first she thought we were all on her side. And then she just kind of went, fuck the bullshit. Walked away. Uh, suddenly the irony hit her. <laughs> One of those people that has so many things weaved into her hair that she clinks and clanks when she walks away. Oh, Jesus. And they cling on, gang, on, gang, on, gang. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's awesome. I still don't even know what the fuck that means, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, this, hey, hey, fuck the bullshit. When, when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> and she was wearing, like, spandex and she was probably like heavier than me, and I'm I'm like 300 pounds. Like I I could use to get in the gym. You know what I mean? She's probably like 350. Spandex, purple. So she's like in Boondocks. She had an end moment. <laughs> I didn't want to say what her nationality was <laughs> because I don't feel that it really should be about that. But Boondocks makes a lot of sense. <laughs> You know, I mean, fuck the bush. <laughs> uh, no, no, you know what? Let's not say the Boondocks because the Boondocks is an amazing show. Yeah. An amazing show. I love that show. It yeah. came on today. My wife wouldn't let me watch it because the kids were up. <laughs> yeah, not the cartoon they should watch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all to, uh, if you want to read more about these topics that we spoke about, go ahead and. Uh, Go ahead and check out the website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, you can uh, check out my personal blog at whendidthishappentome.wordpress.com. Shameless plug! Mm. And uh, you can uh, be sure to like us on Facebook or add us to your circle on Google+. Our Google+, Plus is slowly adding up with people, man. And yeah, and I'm, I'm on my personal Google+, steady now, too. Yeah. So if you want to just talk to me on that personal level, <laughs> Adam Riley, baby, look it up. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks. You can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad, or you can follow uh, Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Mm-hmm. Even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail dot com and subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube dot com slash thelazygeeks. One word. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So please be sure to comment on this or any other podcast on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the incredibly sexy because we love positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And uh, be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast without punctuation included. Uh, remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, a peace out. Uh-huh.